Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. The official Griselda podcast, arguably. We in here. Yes, sir. What's going on? Man, I'm chilling like a motherfucking villain. Griselda slash BSF. Let's get this mic right in Benny's face. Oh, yeah, come on, pause. Pause, 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 all that. You know what I'm saying? How's it going, guys? Man, I feel great, man. We've been running around working, doing shit, shooting motherfucking videos, putting music out. I just put some shit out. We've been doing the fucking Rolling Louds, BET Awards. You know what I'm saying? When I first, first time I came up here, I was a, I was a little shit. Were you reflecting on that because I pointed that out earlier? Always, I always think about that. I always think about the, the points in my career. You know what I'm saying? You got a, you got a good thing going here. Yeah. You know it's like my third time coming up. I remember I was just trying to get up here one time. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because so, the first time you came in as, as kind of like, oh, this is like the new. Man. I mean, you had already like kind of solidified yourself from my perspective. Right, right. But you know, you were sort of like the new face Mm -hmm. then the second interview you came in and it was just straight just you just me Mm -hmm. and you having a conversation now you're in here with your artist which i knew you had artists before that Mm -hmm. but you know it's it's exciting to see the growth for sure hell yeah man we climbing this ladder in this music business i'm just soaking up a lot of game Mm. put my niggas on it and we moving around tell me about rick man rick i knew rick uh maybe half his life really yeah you know what i'm saying and you know what I mean? I, I met him when I came home from jail. Like, he was in the studio with my mentor. So it was like, when I was gone, my mentor, I guess he was, I guess he just felt the need to mentor somebody. And then when I came back, <laughs> like, Rick was, like, in my spot. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we got cool. We was kicking it. And, and I mean, ever since then, we've been doing the shit we're doing right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He a dope, dope producer, dope songwriter, right hooks. You know what I'm saying? He just nasty. He come from, he come from, the, he come from my cloth. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he liked that. Right. So you guys were part of a criminal conspiracy before you were rapping together? I, I won't, I won't say that. No, I would never say that. I wouldn't say that. You know what I'm saying? Right, this is my brother, man. We ride together, we die together. You already know the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was here last time. We was, and I was over you there. Were, I, met you I was Rivers, smoking yeah. over there, and now I'm smoking over here this time. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. See the growth? <laughs> he he, he was on the couch, and now he's at the big boy's <laughs> table. That's right. That's beautiful. Yeah, they were just telling me that you were producing for years and years and years before yeah, you started doing yeah. rap. I kind of got notoriety producing before rapping. Like, uh, I don't know how, I mean, fucking with him. Yeah. Of course, it's bound to happen. Like, he rap, he rap over all my shit. Whatever I send him, he don't disagree with. One or two, maybe, but he don't disagree for that, for the most part. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all kind of started a couple when we did the Friend of Ours album. 
I did mm-hmm. the intro with him and Thirty Eight Special, and it was like kind of catapulted from me from there. Really, like like uh, producing wise. So I just took it from there. I just stay with it. I, I make beats because a nigga told me he wouldn't make me a beat before. <laughs> so now, so now I'm doing way better than that nigga. But you know, it's like, ha, nigga, name names. Who are we? Who are we sub man, We ain't naming that nah, nigga name, so he could be going to get features right. and sell beats after his right. name on no jumper. Fuck, he gonna make him a motherfucker like promo video of this yeah. shit and put it on his Instagram. He gotta stay, and get in, lit. He gotta nah, stay in the trenches that. till yeah. we decide to go get it. I right. seen that. <laughs> happened that was a very good point there would definitely be a music video with this as the intro yeah, exactly that happens a lot that's definitely a thing um okay but so tell us a little bit about your uh, your early days as a, as a young man before you even met this guy or got into the music shit i mean shit early it was it was always rough man my brother was locked up my real big brother he locked up again now he just went back to the feds uh-huh. so my brother was locked up so i looked at him and, and conway like i met conway first because he was out and then when i met benny as I could relate more with Benny, cause he he more he like grew up down the street from where I grew up at, so we kind of from the same area, so I I just adhered to bro like it's my big brother, and like early on I always would listen, just I just I just was I was the nigga that waited his turn, you feel me? Right, mm-hmm. yeah, you know I'm saying so I would always listen to what they said, constructive criticism or if they just or if they telling me some good shit, whatever it was, you know what I'm saying just listen to these boys, cause they doing what I'm trying to do. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. So I just always took that method and and I ran with it and shit. Shit, we here today. We all on this shit shining, nigga. We talking to Adam Twenty Two. Hey. We in a good spot right now, and we and we run the rap game. Yeah, <laughs> yes we do. <laughs> That's real. Um, okay, so uh, when you guys first linked up, what, what year are we talking? Two thousand seven. Yeah, wow. Like seven. Yeah, it's like oh seven, man. Yeah, oh, so I came around the studio. My god brother brought me around first. Actually, I came around like oh late oh six, mm-hmm. early oh seven, and I met Benny like later on that year. Benny came late oh six, and like I said, I was gone. Right. You know yeah, I came around like late oh six oh seven. Uh-huh. Like Shay, rest in peace, the goat. Shay used to have us all in one building, bro. So we all been together for years. Mm-hmm. So when so when people see us at Rolling Louds and shit, and mm-hmm. they be like, yo, y'all performance was fluid as hell. Y'all chemistry, y'all, I'm, I'm like, bro, that shit is. Right, we this got, shit years in the making. That's years in the making, you know what I'm saying? And we, even before we got here, we done did at least 100 shows like locally. Mm. Right. I'm saying, so we got our shit up. So that's why when, when people see that we season, that's why we, we shit, we 30 right. plus. Mm. And we've been doing this shit forever. So, you know what I'm saying? That, to make it to this point, that shit helps a lot. You know right. What I mean? Okay. So tell me about uh, Shay and how, how, how much he influenced everything that you guys have going. They were just telling me out there, make sure you highlight this in the interview mm-hmm. because this dude was like the fucking architect of a right, lot right, of this right. shit. Let me tell you this DJ Shay. Is to Buffalo what Dre is to Compton. Wow. To what right. uh, Michael 5000 Watts is to Houston. Wow. To what Primo is, you know what I'm saying? To New York. To facts. New York. That's what DJ Shea is. He was a mentor. He was the first person that I looked up to who never gave me, a, never gave me dope or a gun. You know what I'm saying? He was, just, he was just cool being himself. Really? And I looked up to that. He had his own studio. He was always fly. Always kept his hair cut, you know what I'm saying? He, he, people, he was popular, so I looked up to him. He used to make sure I came to the studio every day, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes we ain't do shit. Sometimes we got there, smoked a blunt, and fell the fuck to sleep. <laughs> but I realized what he was doing, he was getting me off the streets. Really? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I would have been doing some dumb shit. So that's why I can't, I gotta be in a fucking studio damn near every night now because he embedded that in me, you know what I'm saying? So, and not only me. Uh, Armani came from under Shay's tutelage. Wow, really? Yes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Him, uh, you know, me and Conway was over there signed for a minute with Shay. Uh-huh. So it's like any any next level talent that came out of Buffalo went through Shay hands. Right. TJ Banks, you know, DJ TJ Banks. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, that's our go- that's our guy. He from Buffalo too. Motherfucking uh, on, on tour, tour with, with Future, Nav. on tour with Nav, motherfucking Meek Mill, Drake. You know what I'm saying? He came through Shay. Mm. He brought you. Then y'all bring him around. Yeah, yeah. He he. Then it was my first ever DJ. We did a party. You know I was like 15 years old. He was the DJ and shit. We chopped the bag up. That like that was my first time ever. And Shay taught him how to DJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shay taught him how to DJ. You know what I'm saying now he DJing for all of these big artists and shit. So yeah. all the nice premier talent came through Shay hands in Buffalo. Wow, that's mm. interesting. You say that. He just wanted to put you in the studio. He didn't try to put a gun in your hand or something like that. Like that—that that was your normal experience with OGs yeah. from your area at that time. That they—they they see a young, hungry dude, and they're more thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna have him go put some work in for me," rather than I'm gonna put him in the studio. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. from the hood, so it's like all the OGs. I know older niggas. I know they was getting money or they was doing shit in the street. So it's like, shit, where where my dope at? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's just what it is. I got older and I did the same thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? The young niggas who was around, you know, I try to put them in a the game, but when you think it like that, you think that's the right fucking thing to do, but it's, it's not. Right. <laughs> it's really yeah. fucking in not. Buffalo more rather you know carry the tradition than to, than to, to teach a nigga. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, feel you what don't want to be putting no gun in a teenager hand. You know what I'm saying? At all. Right. Nigga not even responsible for it, even though niggas done that to me, and I done that to other little niggas, but... That's, that shit was wrong. That shit's stupid. Right, because in polite society, even the idea of that, like, it is it sounds crazy. But, like, that shit sounds in, in fucking the street and crazy. shit, it's normal. you hear about it all yeah, the yeah, fucking time. Normal. And you're like, oh, this 15-year-old caught a body or whatever. It's like, bro, you realize that this is what people do. They, like, train mm-hmm. these young motherfuckers exactly. to go do crazy shit for them. Mm-hmm. Like, in a ghetto, in a hood, you ain't respected unless you're getting money or you putting in work. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And the OGs, the older niggas you look up to, they not going... Nine times out of ten, they're not going to accept you in their world unless you're getting some money or right. you're putting in work. Mm. So, you know, we, we want to we wanna appease them. So that's the dumb shit that we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think made it different about Shay that he would, he would rather look at the long-term good in somebody's life to try to, you know, put him in that position to, to make music and shit? Man, I feel like Shay understood that. <clears throat> I think when Shay passed, I don't ever... I don't feel like I got to tell Shay that, what I just said, that he the first guy who never did nothing like that. But I think he already knew that shit. He knew where the fuck I was from. He knew right. I was a hood rat. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to pull this nigga. Like, this nigga got talent. I'm about to bring this nigga with me. Watch this. Mm. And then even before all of this shit, we made history for as Buffalo hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think a person like him recognized the talent and knew what he had to do to, like, help it flourish. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, Rick, when you start watching Benny's career start blowing up and, like, all this great shit start happening where were you at and what was your perspective on all this growth? I was right next to him. <laughs> you, were, you were along on tour and everything along Yo, the way? I've been, I've been by this man's side since 07. You heard it. Like, right. you know what I mean? I've been, I was on the Locks Griselda. Right. I was at the Locks Griselda. I wasn't on it. I was at the Locks Griselda tour, the first joint they went on. I was, uh, I was with him at the Freddie Gibbs tour. I was with him when he did the... Uh, uh, Butcher coming to his first ever solo. Mm-hmm. Tour. I was there. Ten to talk right. three. Ten to talk three. Plugs, tour, I, met plugs tour. I met tour. Even nah. in these label meetings, all the big interviews, y'all Every, see me and like you said, he's sitting over there. I'm he sitting right there. I'm in the same. When he signed the deal with Hove, I'm right there. I'm talking right. to Hove myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I've been there. So to watch it, watch it happen, like you know, because where we come from, you don't think, you don't fathom this type of shit. You feel At what I'm all. saying? You think about it, of course. Like like I was telling bro a couple weeks ago, like bro, it's crazy how we used to be in the studio sitting on rap radars. We used to be because we, we just keeping up. We just trying to see what's going on, mm-hmm. and now we go in there and it's our shit on there. Mm-hmm. Like that shit just crazy. So you know I mean, like you you learn a lot from people like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you want to stick close to a person like this. Uh, this, this 
like like you said, how his role models and all of that shit didn't. I mean, this was my role model. Mm-hmm. So so what he was doing, this was the example that I had to follow. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why. That's why I'm always in the studio. That's why my my work ethic. Yeah, you know I mean, it's got to stay up here, top tier. Mm-hmm. That's why my lyrical my lyrical prowess got to stay up here because it's who it's who I'm going. At, you know I mean, you feel what I'm saying? This is this is my brother. This is who I'm going after. Right. So yeah, you know I mean, I just I, I'm I'm blessed. I'm honored, and I man, I can never I can't. I'm forever indebted to this nigga for just having me right here. Mm. Like even if I never rap, I know I'll be good just because I know I'm right here with him. Right. Feel me? But what what starts going through your head as you see his career start blowing up and getting to a totally different level of notoriety that you're not used to seeing from from your city? What are you thinking primarily in terms of like how you can continue to add value to the situation and how you can use all this to like support what he has going on, but also start yeah. building your own career up? It's, it's kind of like a tricky spot to be in, yeah. you know, because it's like you have somebody that's clearly just getting the shine on a mm-hmm. different level and you got to figure out how to be helpful slash be able to right. work the situation nah, yeah. to the best. Same thing. He pay attention to me because right. the same shit, same position he been in. I've been in that same shit with Westside and Conway. Mm-hmm. Going to all like double XL interview for a freshman of the year. I'm thinking I'm sitting in that motherfucking interview like, damn, mm-hmm. these niggas done grinded to freshman of the fucking year. Like two years later, I was sitting in that same meeting and right. I, I still couldn't believe that shit. But like how he paid attention to me, I paid attention to them. You know, West took me everywhere. Conway took me everywhere. I'm on the tours. I'm I'm in the meetings. I'm meeting people. I'm, you know what I'm saying? So. No, just listen and watch. That's the best fucking thing you could do. The best mm-hmm. thing you could do. Listen, watch, wait your turn. Because it's going to happen. Mm. Just got to wait your turn. You got to be prepared mentally. That's and it. That's all. That's just, what it's about. You know what I mean? We signing these artists. Some of them are homeboys. Some of them not. You got to be prepared. I don't give a fuck how good you rap. You have to be prepared for this shit. You got to be prepared the way your family going to act, the way these bitches going to act, the way the haters going to act, the way the, the way the way this business going to go. You got to right. be prepared for that. So when I see guys who have the talent, but they not prepped for the other shit on the other side of the game, I don't even fuck with them. Mm. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, there was a, something I was thinking about when I was looking at your Instagram earlier was just how nowadays to be a rapper, it's not just like, okay, I rap and I make money off of the raps. It's like, mm-hmm. no. Rapping might be how you achieve a certain level of status, but then once you get into that position, it's about building different businesses mm-hmm. on top of the notoriety that you built right. through the rapping. And yeah. that's, I seen you doing the NFT thing, which I've recently become a very big uh, believer in the NFT shit. And that just occurred to me as like, Benny's a dude who's A, taking the step of doing the fucking NFT stuff before basically anybody else in rap. Exactly. But then also, you know, it's it's something that's not 100% correct, connected to you being a rapper, but it's mm-hmm. something where you're able to build something that really has value on top of your rap career. Exactly, man. That's what it's all about is getting in this business and, 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 and building off of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Hov said, you could bullshit with rap if you want. And I'm the type of person that if, if I got the opportunity to do it, I'm going to do it. Mm. Same thing with the sports firm. Same thing with like how we do the merch. Same thing how we sign artists. If, I, if I'm in a position to talk to these labels and get a deal done, like, I'm going to fucking do it. If I'm in a position to talk to a, a college kid and get a deal done with him, I'm going to fucking do it. I ain't going to sit around and, you know what I'm saying? You know, we do movies and everything. It's like, this shit is hectic. This shit take a toll on you, but we doing this shit. Anything they put in front of us, anything that's reachable, we moving on it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. When you said the thing about the college kids, what, what was that? Like basically, we got a sports agency, big sports farm, everything BSF. Big and have, farm. Is this just because they've opened it up where you can get endorsements as a college? No, I've been now? had it. I've oh, been okay. had it before that. You know okay. what I'm saying? I've been had it before that. This is why. This is what I learned about. This is what I learned about sports and shit. Those dudes is hustlers just like us. Mm. Even though they get them big fucking contracts, man. I, I, I was. It was a playoff time, right? 
And these dudes, who, these niggas got big contracts. And a guy had four extra tickets. He played on a team, and he had four extra tickets. None of his family was coming, so he was trying to sell them. Mm. I'm like, he's getting money. You know what I'm saying? He's hustling. He don't give a fuck if it's, he going to go snatch a million over here. He's still going to go snatch 5,000 over here. Mm. So it's like all the connects that I got with brands and shit like that. I'm like, I'm going to connect those dots because I ain't like these dudes. Is, it's not like they only want super million out of contracts. Like mm. They taking tens, twenties, dealing with different brands and shit. Thirties, fifties, you know, they hustling. You know what I'm saying? They trying to make it last forever. Right. No, and it's smart because like sometimes you just, you'll you'll notice the disparity where you'll see somebody you know they have a million dollar recording contract, mm -hmm. and then you also see them on their Instagram story selling a shout out or a SoundCloud mm -hmm, repost mm -hmm, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And on one hand, it's kind of like shit. You really making money like two hundred dollars at a time right here, but right. then at the same time shit like you know that, that that's your fucking food and, and ubers for the day it's like bill, real it, shit it's actually right. honestly that's a dangerous thing to get out of that mind state mm -hmm. of a couple hundred dollars not mattering that's 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 yeah, that's you don't never want to get lax you don't want to get to be content. In that, that the money don't matter a couple mm -hmm. hundred don't matter because this shit gonna add up hundreds gonna add up to thousands thousands gonna add up to tens of thousands to millions mm. you know what i'm saying you got to start somewhere yeah because as soon as you as soon as you you know got the half a million dollar bag if you let that mm. stop you from chasing five hundred dollars at a time a thousand dollars at a time i see it all the time mm -hmm. where that really can kind of slow somebody's hustle down once mm -hmm. they start thinking that they're too good for a certain right, right. level of bra uh, bag you know that every bag got to be like that bag you know what i'm saying mm. no but you also have to pick the bags wisely because you know you don't want to be the one tarnishing your image right. by doing a bunch of whack shit on your Instagram and shit all the time. You don't want to do that. You don't want to be doing features with Ronald McDonald and shit. Mm. That ain't going to do. You right. know what I'm saying? Unless McDonald's dropping the correct bag. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> you ain't going to have no choice. You got a lot of Ronald McDonald's asking for features? I'm just saying he's like a he's he's literally a clown. You know what mm. I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to drop a tape. Right. <laughs> he's literally a clown. You know yeah, what I'm I think Peppa Pig dropped an album, right? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Feel me? That's what I'm saying. You can't, yo. It's <laughs> niggas crazy. in my DM that I be looking. I'm like, bro, I would never do a verse with you. Like, right. yo, how much is a verse? And this game's so crazy is that, like, bro, I, I would never do a verse with you, bro. Like, mm. why? You know what I'm saying? Right. Sometimes this shit don't even be about no money with niggas. Mm. Niggas be so ass backwards. Like, you don't even want to tarnish what you got going on. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm good. Like, nah, it's, it's no disrespect. Because that guy good. in his city might be the weirdest motherfucker on earth that every real person in that city right. knows he's a fucking weirdo. And, and he got a PP loan and he's trying to PPP loan and he's trying to spin it with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, we ain't not doing that. Yeah. You know no, that's real. That definitely is how it happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, that. have you ever had one that you did and it later seemed like a bad idea? Yes. <laughs> Always. You got to learn your lesson, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's exactly. You got to learn from experience. The money Always. was good. <laughs> yes. Mm. Those be the ones that ask you for the video, too. Right. <laughs> you got to say be. no to the video. Mm. Oh, yeah, the video. Because the worst one that you do will be the one where they pay for the posts on Worldstar. Mm -hmm. They're mm -hmm. running it as an ad on YouTube on, mm -hmm. on front of everybody else's videos. <laughs> yeah. like, the, anytime you do something whack for money, somehow that will be the shit that gains so much more attention than all the reasonable shit that you did for money. <laughs> Man, don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. Fuck. All right. Um, okay, so so Rick, you got you got projects dropping soon. You got this plate shit dropping soon. I got soon. an album coming out mm. later this month. Plates 2. 
shit is gonna be bananas, man. Yeah, we I worked put, hard on that. We put we put our all into it, and I say we because it's a collective thing, man. Mm -hmm. I, it took almost a year and some change, two years to curate it, put it together. I had bro help, of course. Um, I got the insight from everybody around us. Shout out my boy Tony Denise, Love Boat, City Boy Jake, uh, Cat Harlem, the whole team. Mm -hmm. Like every like, I'll play something and I don't. We don't do yes men over here. It's not. Oh man, that's the next shit. That's mm -hmm. it, bro. That's nah. We don't do that. If that shit bad, nah, bro. We can we can correct this. Let's keep this beat, but let's take all this off. Let's. Right. Correct, you know I mean, so we went through a lot of trial and error. But I'm telling you, I'm about to drop a hip hop classic. I guarantee it. You know, this shit is, I don't even call it a hip hop classic. I call it a moment. It's gonna be a moment in hip hop when this shit drop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cause I mean, you recording something for that long when I know you guys are in the studio all the fucking time. Is this just like a thousand songs that you had to whittle down to however nah, many? No, no, it was, I got 17 tracks on the album. It was about, we probably went through about 25 for the album specifically. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some joints didn't make it. Some of them went to other projects or we turned them into, you know what I mean, different situations. Mm -hmm. But the 17 that we picked, I stand on. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm confident. I got Alchemist uh, producing on that joint. I got Harry Fraud. I got Shea, of course. I got uh, Shot Money XL producing on there. I got West Side Gun on there, Benny, Conway. I got all three Griselda members on different tracks. Right. So don't think they on the same track. I got them all three on different tracks. I got, man, I'm telling you, I got Corey Guns on there. We got a fire record, me, him, and Conway over Alcohol. Uh, we got a fire record. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just know when this shit drop, it's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? This is the moment all artists wait for. You know what I'm saying? They first shit, national uh, recognition. You know what I'm saying? Adam 22 interview to follow the lead mm -hmm. up to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. this what all artists beg and ask for. You know what I'm saying? And I'm living through it, and I promise I'm gonna deliver. Yeah. That's how I feel. No, I agree. Cause like the, the shit that's gonna make you stand out in terms of where you're at right now is just to to put out that one project that's such yeah. an iconic classic that nobody mm -hmm. can really say shit about it. You know? And that's, that's what fact. took us so long, basically, that I knew what he wanted it to be. Mm. I know he wanted it to put it out, but I knew more what he wanted it to be. Mm. So a couple times I put the brakes on him. Uh just, just doing more. Everything is good. Everything is dope. But it's like we could we could do better, right. and we could catch we could catch the moment. And look, like it's no it's no perfect time than right now. You know what I'm saying? And and same thing I went through with Tanner Talk Three and Burton Approved. Those those shit sat for Tanner Talk Three sat for like a year and a half, and Burton Approved sat for a year. Right, because the last interview we did, you mm -hmm. were on this long stretch of not having had a product exactly. a project release. So it was kind of like the people were very much like salivating, like wanting to get their hands on that mm -hmm. shit. Mm -hmm. And then it seems like you kind of got back into the groove of stuff. Was that mostly business shit that was holding that up? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's business. It's business because, you know, these fucking deals take forever to fucking do. Mm. And me, I'm a fucking workaholic, so, like, right now, I'm working on two different albums right now. Mm. So it's like, which one I'm going to put out, if I'm going to go here and put this out, if I, what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, we a family. It's, it's ultimately my decision, but I'm not running out here like, yo, I said we doing this, so we doing this. It's like, you know, I'm taking input from other people, like, hold off, let's bust this move, or, you know, what's about to drop, or Conway about to drop, or just, you know what I'm saying, or, mm -hmm. or build the anticipation up. And that's what I did. I listened to everybody. And that building the anticipation up shit is crazy. Mm. It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely dope to smoke niggas, because I put out three EPs this year. But like you said, I, I wasn't doing shit last year. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I put out three fucking EPs this year, and, and, and people fuck with it, but I'm about to build the anticipation again. Yeah. Because that one that you just put out is, you said it, you recorded it three years ago and you yep. just dropped it. What's the deal with that? Uh, I put it out. I did a deal with some guys. 
and they was just looking for the right spot to drop it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? They 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 been wanted to drop it. And I would just tell them just put it out, just put it out. But this is their first go around. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So they was kind of like nervous. They was kind of like, you know what I mean? And like it was, you know, they was kind of like mad at me for a minute and shit. But now that it's out and it's doing great, you know, I'm telling them like, look, look what you got. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. Right. Look what you got. So, you know, this this game take a lot to navigate it through. You know what I mean? So that look. shit was damn near number two on the iTunes charts as of yesterday. I mm-hmm. ain't looked today. It probably went up. Mm-hmm. But did, was that a weird decision? Just putting out something that had been that you've been put together for so that like that long ago? Like it's got to kind of have a different feel to it, right? Yeah, it do, it do. But it kind of took me back and it kind of took the fans back. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? When I wasn't this rich and before I wasn't this cocky, I mm. think they like that. You know, the, yo, the fans be hating. They, 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 they get mad when niggas get rich and cocky, but I thought that was the whole point of it. As long mm. as we rapping good, you feel what I'm saying? You know, the fans are, they finicky and they're possessive. You know they don't mm-hmm. want you to. They don't want you to blow up too big. I did the Hit Boy album. I did the Buffalo Bills shit. I did the fucking uh, NBA draft shit. And they saying I sold out because I'm just being more successful. You right. Know what I'm well, yeah. those types of fans are like the number one fans who are the most alert and ready to call you out for mm-hmm. any kind of commercial sacrifice, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's what they're in it for. You know, everybody, everybody want to speak on what a rapper does. And that's one of my that's one of the biggest thing that fucking irks me mm. is that the world and society look up to rappers like like niggas is Martin Luther King, Harriet Tubman, Rosa Parks. Niggas is just rappers. Right. Niggas got motherfucking not me. Well, I'm smart as a bitch, but I did drop out of school in 10th grade. But, you know, niggas got 10th grade educations. Mm. Niggas got prison records. What the fuck you want to look up to me for and take my advice on anything? Just listen to the music. They so opinionated on what the rappers do. Hey, yo, man, a street nigga, ah, street. It ain't no, it ain't no street shit. Mm, we right. rappers. We done all of that. You think I, you think I lived everything I had to live in the streets to get here and still be on street shit? It's over. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Right. Mm. And they don't understand that because they, they, they don't, they don't understand it because, for one, they just plainly don't understand it. They never made it to this level, and they too busy but worrying about. <clears throat> Keeping it real to a whole m- bunch of motherfuckers won't give a fuck about you. Hmm. And I'm saying the only way you can keep it real is be real to yourself and your family and the people that's around you every yeah. day. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel like you, <clears throat> like nowadays in rap, it's like the corporate endorsements with artists and shit. It's like even the most fucking hardcore artists, like the most street rappers, I will see them on their Instagram story tagging Puma, tagging Adidas, you know, doing doing shout outs for different brand integrations, et cetera, et cetera. But like, that's very much accepted in rap now, but you guys, to the fans, kind of represent being the last ones that still sort of embody a certain style of rap where that stuff is just not embraced as easily. Yeah, I don't know why, but I'm a street nigga. I sold more dope than any rapper. Mm. So I don't know why that I got to... I'm not trying to prove myself to fans. I got federal and state DIN numbers. I did mine. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? I came home times broke on my dick. I had to spend a night in a, in, a, in a fucking city mission one time when I came, last time I came home. Wow. I'm not out here trying to prove to no motherfuckers who, just, who don't even know me how street I am or how, I mean, that, that, that's, that's stupid. And that's how it is in rap now is that everybody is like a fantasy fucking football coach sitting on mm-hmm. the couch just trying mm-hmm. to, they, exactly. they, they don't even want you to just be an artist. They want you to do the deals and do the brand shit and stuff, but they want to like sit back on the couch and say like, no, nah, I don't think you should have done Nike. This, exactly. You should have done Adidas. That's right. like, that's, who right. who exactly. are you? <laughs> that's what they in it for. You know, that's what they in it for to talk to talk to shit. I'm not on a Donda album. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was on live the other day saying like, yo, I'm not on Donda. I don't think EA wanted me on Donda. Uh that's cool. Like the fuck? You know what I'm right. saying? Conway, 
and Wes on there, if they on there, everybody knows that means I'm on there because, you know what I mean, that's the gang. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm going to still fly that flag. Do I look like I've been left off bad and bougie type shit? Mm. If the homie's on there, I'm on there. You know what I'm saying? It's the same flag. And then I seen a comment. He was like, yo, a person put a comment. was like, yo, that kind of seems like hate and jealousy. Like, what the fuck part of that was yeah, jealousy? Right. What part of that was jealousy? Like, I don't get bro. it. They just want to sit back and say shit. They all just right. want to run their fucking man pleasers. That's all they want to do. And that shit's crazy, too, because it's like, bro, I mean, this is Kanye West number one. How many fucking artists is he supposed to put on the project? The fact that your two brothers were on the project is a huge honor. Exactly. That you would be a fucking hater if you were sitting there thinking like, man, fuck, fuck, yeah. Like, why he put them I'm on there, not me? That yeah. would make you a terrible person, straight up. You know? Shit, that, shit, that's a win for me. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Shit, the homies on that joint. The homies you know on there, you know what I'm saying? And it's Griselda. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? So. But also, you might be a little bit too OVO related for Drake to, or for Ye to fuck with you, right? <laughs> do you assume that? So. <laughs> I don't think so. I think them dudes... Is mature, and they know that you know this is a business, and, and guys who they fuck with gonna maybe work with guys who they don't fuck with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They understand that. I understand that too. I don't, I don't take none of this shit personal. Mm. Nothing. It's not personal. It's business. Definitely. Facts. Um, but okay, are we ever gonna hear the Drake feature? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Shit. He hit me the other day and said, "Let's drop it as a freestyle." But, like, I know that he's doing shit and he's about to do the album. So, same thing with me. He's just trying to pick the right spot because it's something that he want to do. It's something that I want to do. It's about picking the right spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. But it's just, it's one song that's already recorded and you guys both are just in, in love with it. It's a great, great Obliterated song. Obliterated it, yes. Really? Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, so it's not an issue of, like, oh, maybe we should get back in the studio. Maybe we should make something else. It's he's like. trying to pick a spot to put it out where it makes sense. You know, he's he been sitting down for a while. He went to put an album out. Yeah. And he kind of, you know what I'm saying? He's just trying to pick a spot. The time period before the Drake album is a very... The calm before the storm. Exactly, yeah. Right. It's like calm before the storm. You don't want to sprinkle too many verses out. If, mm -hmm. I, if I'm Drake, you know, give, give me six months of no music coming out before mm -hmm. the album, you know? Right, right, right. Definitely. You want to build the anticipation. Yeah. That's all. Just like Benny not putting on the album for two years. And yeah, everybody real shit. Was, nah, just hanging out, going to clubs, smoking and drinking, right. not putting albums out, but I'm working on them. A couple mm. little one-offs here and there, <laughs> single. But is it ever hard for you to chill like that? Like, to just not be pushing the project? Like, I, like if you go from a strictly street mentality to then having to be an artist and having to manage the amount of attention and, mm -hmm. and when they're ready for you to drive. This is all kind of tricky. Like when you're selling dope, you just sell as much dope as you possibly mm -hmm. can, make as much money as you can, hope mm -hmm. that you're not doing this in a couple of years, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Is it kind of hard at times for you to just be like, you know what, I'm not going to drive for six, eight, 12 months. It's man. hard for niggas that can't rap. Right, right. <laughs> but, it, but it's also hard because, you know, we, we still understand in the business. So like I said, I, I'm, I, it's a team effort and it's a team decision. So I'm like, yeah, we ready to go. I got this. I'm like, I do some videos. They're like, yeah, but we should. Mm -mm -mm. And you like, I don't, I don't agree with it or understand it, but I know it's being said for a reason. I know niggas just not trying to shelf me. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and, and, and stall my career out. You know what I'm saying? I'm working with professionals. So, you know what I mean? I, I, don't, I don't agree with it all the time. And hell yeah, it's fucking annoying, but mm -hmm. it is what it is. And it's weird too, because it's like, you could put out a song a week and your real hardcore fans are just mm -hmm. gonna listen to that song love it not be turned off to listen to another song the next week but when you put out a project and you want to sell albums you want you want to post album numbers that that you feel represent how mm -hmm. well you actually are doing your career you're trying to capture as many like non-hardcore fans in mm -hmm. that moment mm -hmm. when you drop that project that's what it's kind of all about create a moment yeah that's what it's about mm. that's what it's about you you always remember for moments you know what I'm saying? You ain't remember for nothing else. Even when you pass, it's the moments. You know what I'm saying? 
So you're right. You want to create that moment. Mm. Facts. Yeah, you got anything in mind that you're going to do to sort of emphasize this project when it's ready to roll out? You're going to do the full, you know, do all these crazy interviews and try to be out here doing stupid oh, yeah. music videos, features, oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff yeah, is all happening? Got, we already got like five, six videos already in the, you know what I mean, ready. I'm dropping a video the day I dropped the album on Friday, you know what I'm saying? So if you subscribe to my YouTube, you will catch that. Black Sinatra featuring me, Benny, and Heem, produced by Shea. It's like one of Shea's last beats he made. Right. So it's going to be, so now, and, and it's creative video crazy you know what i'm saying so it's going it's mo the moments adam tell yeah. it's gonna be a moment no it's a beautiful thing i'm ready um okay so i gotta throw this in there mm -hmm. how did you feel watching the locks diplomats battle i felt like great it was in the 90s and i was watching one of the motherfucking pay-per-view hulk hogan shits yeah. it was crazy i couldn't believe i was what i was seeing mm. you know what i'm saying it was a moment you know what i'm saying it was crazy <laughs> i tried to get in they ain't fucking let me in. Really? You pulled up? Yeah, I pulled the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, all the way up. They talking about, what the fuck they say to me? I told them I need seven passes. They said, all right, come on. I stood out there for a minute. He was like, yo, it's crazy. Just walk in with Cam. I'm like, walk in with Cam? The fuck is you talking about? I ain't talked to Cam, tell him I was walking in. There's other niggas trying to walk in with Cam. Right. Then he was like, how you like three of y'all, right? And I'm like, three of us? When I ever tell you a story? And you know what? It's crazy. It's chaotic. I'm going to roll out because I'm trying to see the shit. Yeah. This is not about Benny the Butcher. I don't have to be in there going Instagram crazy like I'm that nigga because I was at the Versus. Mm. I want to see the shit. That was the most <laughs> yeah. important part right. for me. It was to watch the shit. So before I stand outside the Madison Square Garden missing the shit, I'm like, yo, let's roll. Take me to my hotel room so I can watch it. Right. As soon as I pulled off, he's like, come on, I got seven passes for y'all. I'm gone. I'm going to go watch this shit. You too late. This shit about to happen. You know what I'm right. saying? But shout out to the locks. Shout out to Dipset. I think that was very, very uh, mature of them. I think that was very big for New York. And it was a big ass moment. And congratulations to those dudes. Were there any moments where you were afraid that it might turn violent? Mm. <laughs> the not, tension not, was maybe, high maybe, at maybe moments, I, bro. I wasn't. I, I mean, I wasn't afraid. If, if somebody got punched in the face, somebody got punched in the face. But I was looking like. Man, these grown ass men, and I know, I know these dudes. Man, mm. they not about to be on no crazy right. shit in front of the world. Yes, it got a little hectic, but one thing that I do know, those guys got respect for those guys. You know mm. what I'm saying? They not about to do no dumb shit. Yeah, it was tension flying. You know, niggas is drunk, but you know, like, ain't shit happened because the respect that they got amongst yeah. each other. I seen them fucking with each other, and it, it just seemed like it was kind of escalating. Now, to they the was point pushing buttons. I, I was, was like, pushing buttons. <laughs> like, I could really see somebody swinging. Like, when you when you smack somebody's hat off their head and shit, that frequently ends in a brawl. Yeah, nah, but that kind of shit, though, that that's kind New of York. shit. That's New York. That's and New York it, shit, one. And, and two, that kind of made the moment yeah. and by, by them not reacting. Mm. It's like, oh, shit, now you're really watching it. Like like you said, like a pay-per-view. Like, mm -hmm. nah, I'm, uh, nah, this is entertaining now. Like, mm. like and, nah, they, they knocking shit over, pushing each other. And, and we, we street niggas, so yeah. I'm not looking at it like, oh, he took his shit off. He got to do this. I'm like, Jesus, they fuck with each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I'm like one of my homies doing that to me in a moment where we're battling, going across, going against each other, trying to one up each other, and right. you take my hat and fly it across the room. I'm not about to say I'm about to whoop your ass. It's somebody who I know. Mm. I'm saying you got me. I'm about to try to one up your yeah, ass. Okay, you got me. I'm on your ass after that though. I would have had another trick up my sleeve if I was Jewels though. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, but I like how the focal point of so much of that battle was the fact that the locks weren't using a backing track and the dipset were because then once Jadakiss announces that to the crowd a couple of times, you start to see Cam kind of outside of his usual zone where he's actually barking every fucking lyric into mm -hmm. the mic because he wants to prove that he knows his words. Mm -hmm. But by doing that, he's kind of like 
moving himself into the territory of mm-hmm. what they've established. Right, right, like these right, are the right, rules right, right. that they've sort of laid right, out. Right, right. Nah, that's, nah, that's one thing I said. I'm like about that versus shit. You have to pick your fight. Mm-hmm. It's not about the big records. It's about this is the theme today. Moments. It's about moments. Mm. When the locks put that fuck the frail shit, that's a moment. Not saying that I really mean it. It's not a moment. Mm. But you know what I'm saying. You know the locks come from. You know they come from the like more golden era of this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, they, they had bigger songs that was bigger moments. This, they had bigger records, not bigger moments than the locks, though. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and it just felt like I like the fact that that, that backing track thing became the big issue from it because mm-hmm. I feel like that is an issue that it would be good for hip-hop overall if that was, like, addressed more frequently. We don't do it. Come, we come don't to do a that. You, you guys yeah. are 100% Come to a Black anti- Soprano yeah. show. What? We fucking rapping for 45 minutes to an hour up there. That's why I be sorry. Yeah, we we got to hit my it. asthma pump and sit down and drink water. Yeah. We up there rapping. Ain't no tracks. Ain't no motherfucking nothing. We really up there rapping. So if I don't know the record, I can't perform the record. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say like, yo, I don't know it. It's Spotty's. Just play, just play this one. I'm going to rap over the beat 20 times, but this one just played it. No, it's getting out of the set. Or I'm going to learn a motherfucker or I'm not doing it. You know what right. I'm saying? That's just how it is. I realize that, you know, when you come from how we come up, like the underground music, you know, it's not, it's, you know, we got to use everything we can to get where we want to go. Mm. So if that little cheat code going to help us, we rapping over the beats. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the fans like that and they're going to pay attention to that, we got to pull that out of our arsenal. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. got to use that. You know it's a saying? lot more difficult, but it, it just, honestly, it makes such a huge difference. I was, I was watching uh, the Rolling Loud live stream with a couple of people and Currency came on and mm-hmm. was rapping without the backing track. And every single person in that room where these are like not like hardcore hip hop fans, they all started paying so much closer attention and just clearly fucked with it so much more mm-hmm. than the couple artists that had performed before right, him. Right, right. And I was like, bro, like that, this is like an actual great demonstration of how talented currency mm-hmm. is. Whereas, you know, I, I understand when people say that they don't really like hip hop live because it's it's sort of dull with them just rapping over the tracks and shit. Yeah, you know? that's stupid as fuck. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I do shows when I first started doing shows and I'm just up there rapping, you know, people was fucking looking at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> up there fucking looking at me. But then I realized they fucking amazed. That's why they right. looking. They not dancing or nothing. They looking like, yeah, bro, really? Ra-. They they listen. They can hear every word I'm saying. Mm. So they're actually up there listening. And the same people who's looking at me like I'm a fucking, like I got three heads. I see them. I see them like backstage or something like, yo, that was incredible. Yo, right. that was this. I can't believe it. That's the best show I ever fucking been to. Because mm. they, they watching you put that pain in. You know what I'm saying? That's right. big for them. 100%. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, what what is the relationship with Jay these days? How's that going? I seen you posted a picture of him on June first. Mm-hmm. You guys just kicking it. I think mm-hmm. probably uh, about to board the private jet or something along those lines. <laughs> Yo, nah, bro. nah, nah. We were just kicking it. I was in the office and well, you need weed. Or you something? know, Hov is like Backwood. a Hov is like Backwood, a, a mentor. Like everybody, like all the OGs, he a mentor. He just trying to steer niggas in the right direction. He was he's one of the guys who accept the responsibility of. You know, mentoring guys, how he had paid somebody taxes or how he would do this or how he would do that. He accepts the responsibility of showing our generation, like, the way to do it. Mm. A lot of dudes don't. You know what I'm saying? They, 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 too, busy, they too busy being competitive with us. Mm. So the see hove uh, uh, accept the responsibility of that when he don't fucking got to. You know what I'm saying? He could just meet me, shake my hand, take the picture, and keep walking. We don't got to sit and have these long conversations, and he don't got to do that shit. So when I see he, when I, I learn from him doing that, mm. and I feel I feel responsible towards the other generation 
from me learning from him. So, you know, Hov's that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Can't take nothing away from him. He that nigga. He still seems, uh, like, extremely concerned about your career and the direction and everything. Does he still have, like, specific advice about how you should handle shit? Yeah, hell yeah. Everybody over there at Rock Nation, Hank. Mm. Uh, my boy Chase, do. I got a wonderful team. I got a wonderful team, but... Him specifically, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so Jay is excited about the Drake feature, or is that maybe not his favorite thing in the world? <clears throat> yeah, he's excited about it because I guess it'll put me in a better position. He's one of the first persons I played it for. Right. So that the whole rivalry doesn't necessarily uh Man, hell no, man. It's Jay, man. He don't take that shit personal. Mm. He just, he just, he, he going to be him. You know what I'm saying? Hove going to be Hove. None of these niggas could hold a candle to that guy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like... I don't feel like that he feels that he has to reassert himself at this point. He just he just who he is now. Right. Definitely. Um, okay. Unfortunate to have to bring it up, but mm-hmm. you did have an incident in Houston last year. No, I didn't. No? Ain't nothing happened to me. No. What you talk about? Well, you didn't. No, I'm just fucking with you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we all, like, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a weird weekend because, A, my girl was giving birth, so I'm literally just sitting on the fucking couch in the hospital looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. And it was also the weekend where the situation happened with Boosie, mm-hmm. same weekend, same city. Mm-hmm. And then we hear Benny the Butcher got into the situation too, and we're mm-hmm. like, what the, f- what, why, why is Benny the Butcher even in Houston? This is mm-hmm. unexpected. Boosie, yeah, I can see it. I don't understand why Benny's there. Um, I'm chilling. I love fucking Houston. Shout out to Houston. Mm. I love Houston. I'm chilling. I'm going back real soon too. Right. But so this situation, like, uh, I, I don't know, like, has it affected anything for you in the long run? Was this something that you're, you're kind of used to in comparison to other shit you dealt with in your life? Uh, to be totally honest, do it fuck with me in the long run? Hell yeah, because I'm still dealing with shit with my leg. Mm. But, I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like too brash or I'm just, I'm just being real. Mm. I'm just being real. Everything that I've been through and everything that happened and how I made it out the streets, Something had to happen. You feel what I'm saying? About time somebody did some shit. Mm. That's how I be thinking about it. Uh, I, sometimes I feel like I escape scot free. Right. I got niggas who doing 22 years in prison. I got niggas who about to set pleas. I got niggas who got life. I got niggas who who in wheelchairs. I got niggas who still in the trenches. So niggas who rap with me in my early years, but still in the trenches to this day. Right. And they don't move around with us. You see how he and one of the guys who move around is niggas who I who was rapping when we was there, but they don't move around with us because they at home in the trenches. Right. So it's about that. It was, I, I thought about it like, you know what I mean? Like, you got yours. You got yours. You know what I'm saying? Everybody going to get theirs. You got yours. And I just got to move smarter and wiser. I didn't take it too personal, though, on some G shit. Right. I mean, we're used to seeing people run into situations like this in their hometowns. I mm-hmm. guess that's part of why it was so surprising. It's like, yeah, they, they, that's not going to happen at hometown. Like, nobody going to do that. They love mm-hmm. me there. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, it had to be a situation where I was an outsider. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So when you look at it now, though, were you marching around the Walmart a little too casual? I was, with your I, chain never on? Even, I never even been in Walmart. Okay. I never even walked into Walmart. So, but you were in the parking lot? Did other people go in while you waited in the car or something? <clears throat> uh, uh, one of my boys did. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I never even went into Walmart. Okay. But when you look at it, were you moving smart or were you perhaps being a little bit too lackadaisical, especially with the big ass uh, chains on? I guess I was. And that's, that's what I'm learning. But to be honest with you, if, like I said, I hate to be trying to say this shit and sound the wrong way. Mm. <clears throat> the way we move, if some shit gonna happen to me, they gotta come how those guys came. Mm. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people was thinking it was a shit where I was just walking at Walmart, walking past two little shits and the shit happened. No. 
It's, it's, this is this is real. But other people yeah. would still be having nightmares about this shit. You wow. feel what I'm saying? So it was one of them situations. So I don't feel like if 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 that shit happened, they came in here like that. It is it it be your ass how they came. You know what I'm saying? It, it was real. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So uh, I feel like I was at a point where uh, Benny the Butcher is taking over Jeremy Pinnock's life. You feel what I'm saying? If y'all already knew that was my name, y'all be Googling me, Googling my network. Y'all already knew that shit. I thought you were saying, uh, who was it, Jeremy Piven, the actor? Oh, no, that's, that's my I thought that's, at first. That's my uh, initial brother. That's okay. my initial brother. All right. Jeremy Piven, Jeremy Pinnock. Right. So it's like the butcher is taking over Jeremy's life. Mm. And I got to learn how to move like the butcher because he control everything. He pay the bills. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he make the decisions. Uh -huh. So it's like when, you wanna, when I just want to be me, it's over for that. Right. Kiss that shit goodbye. You got to move accordingly and appropriately. And that's one thing that I'm learning. Niggas still tell me that, like, yo, bro, you know who the fuck you are? And I understand that, but I don't got, like, 10 Maybachs outside. I don't got own, like, 10 mansions. Right. I'm not a billionaire. So it'd be like, little old me. And they'd be like, yes, motherfucker, little old you. People say shit like that to me when they see me at the mall. They're like, real you're, shit. You're really just in here? I'm like, what, what, what like, do you I can't think go I to am? the fucking mall? Like, I'm <laughs> telling you, people say shit like that all the time. Right. And, it, and that, really, that really lets me know how highly people think of like celebrities, if that's what you want to call us. Mm. You know, they hold us up to a higher regard. We can't go to fucking, we can't go to a fast food chain. We can't go to. Walmart, I never fucking been back to Walmart since that shit. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? It's like we can't do nothing because the cameras and uh and everything else took over our real lives. Right. So you gotta think like why the celebrities we know and love and listen to and watch their movies and, and paid attention to their careers, why they why they fucking they be ODing and, and going crazy or be back broke because Everybody can't handle this shit. You know that? Right. Everybody can't handle this shit. And that's just a part of something that needs to be handled. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? So after that shit happened, I made, I made another million dollars and put out a motherfucking another number one album. Mm. So it was like, you know, I had, to, I had to get back to myself after that shit happened. But you got to brush that shit off because I take care of a lot of, a lot of shit and a lot of people. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't got the... I don't got the the mercy to 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 to, to sit and, and soak in no bullshit like that. Like I'm a, I'm gonna go get it. Right. Okay. So true or false? Mm -hmm. Your chains never left your neck during that incident, or was there jewelry taken in the Walmart you incident? What you think? What you think, Adam? Well. I've heard things, but then we also never Who, saw... Who's up here talking about the butch? <laughs> you know, sometimes people talk behind the scenes and stuff, but, mm -hmm. but I never saw any chains surface on the internet. And also, I believe Duh. you are with some other people during this, so maybe it might not have been <laughs> your chain, but if somebody else got their shit took, I don't know. You tell me. You see this shit? You see this quarter million right here? It looks good. Shit looks great. This shit costs more than the other shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I done took jewelry from niggas too. I done hit licks and everything too. Karma is a karma is a bad bitch. She's a bad bitch, and she will come bite your ass in the ass. So you did lose something yeah, in this incident? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah, I did. Like I said, it had to be shots fired for that though. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? It was no, you know. I don't like to talk. I don't like to get into too too many details about this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Right. But it makes me think that the people who are involved with it were pretty serious because we never saw a greasy neck tour throughout the hood <laughs> like we are kind of used to seeing. You ain't gonna see one. Hmm. You ain't gonna see one. That's that's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? We was we was looking for it. <laughs> we we was hoping. We was hoping that. If you went back to Houston right now, 
Would, would it be, be would it be awkward? Would it be a little like? Would you be moving differently? No, like, what, what would no, your mindset? Yeah, no, I definitely would be moving differently. Mm. But all my Houston niggas call me. You good down here? I, not, that's nothing that I don't know. I didn't charge that to Houston. Right. I'm not one of them type of niggas. Oh, I can't go to Houston. I ain't charge that to Houston. You feel what I'm saying? Like worse shit them happen at home. We don't charge that to Buffalo. We still be in Buffalo all the fucking time. Mm. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like, I, I love Houston. <laughs> you know mm. what I'm saying? Love I, w- I won't feel weird or nothing, you know, niggas f- from out there reach out and make sure, like, yo, when you coming down, ah, 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 so it's that type of situation. Did that, did it really make you think about the fact that, like, damn, you came this far, but they could all be taken from you in, in a moment? Yeah, yeah, it made me think, it made me think this rap shit is crazy. Like I said, we done did everything. We done took dope from everybody. We done, we done been into it with everybody. And, and, and I, I didn't, you know, I, I, I escaped injury. Mm. I'd be a rapper. I put out a number one album, and that type of shit happened. That opened my eyes up to that. Like, okay, this rap shit different. You know what I'm saying? So it's just about adhering to the things that's really going on. Mm, definitely. When you're witnessing stuff like that, though, how's it? How's it were you there for that incident? Nah, I was okay. on my way. Mm. I was about to go to Houston. I was, I was in Atlanta. My, it was my son's birthday. I took him to Six Flags. I'm on the way. He ain't FaceTime me. Wow. He ain't FaceTime me. In distress, I'm in the back of the Uber with my kids. He, I'm like, yo, what's going on, bro? He yelling, what's going on, bro? Motherfuckers, man, he going crazy. I'm like, he, what's going on, man? They just shot Butch. I said, nah. You know, I, where we from? Motherfucker get shot. Motherfucker got melted. Yeah, you're not thinking, when you're not thinking so about I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Though. Said that I'm like, nah, hell. No. <clears throat> I'm gonna say this. Like when when I got shot, like nobody nobody got close to me until I was shot. Mm. That type of situation. You know what I'm saying? I kind of felt like I was moving around too much. And they was like, we got to make him be still because this ain't going to go the way we want it to go. Wow. You feel what I'm saying? That type of shit. All right. Texas so, is a crazy state. That yeah, shit was crazy. A lot of guns out there. A lot. Oh, nah, nah, I text this <laughs> nigga the right away. West. I mean, once they told me the details, I text this nigga right away. He hit me back like a day or two later, which I expected. He was stinked. Yeah, I ain't, I, like I said, I know this motherfucker since 07. Right. I just... I, we talk. I, I done heard shit happen to him. Saw shit. He'd be he'd brush it off or whatever in his head. But he was literally pissed, bro. He was mad. He was mm. very. I never. I'm like, damn. Mainly my, because my, my bro really bad. You know this Benny the Butcher shit. Imagine if I would have had somebody with me. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? Imagine if I, you know, I'm, I was down there like doing a, a party. You know, my my kids are older. They always be wondering, yo, dad, where you, where you going to be at this weekend, dad? We thinking about coming with you. Mm. That's what I was thinking about. I'm like, damn. I feel bad because it's like this rap shit putting people in danger around me. Mm. So that was the biggest thing for me. It's like, yeah. damn, you got to be careful. Not even, you know, me, I, I, I could, I mean, I, I like, to, like to think I can handle shit, but, you know, somebody just with me to hang around and, and some crazy shit like that happened. Yeah, and I guess all things considered, it could have been a lot fucking worse. Mm. And that too. That's all we kept saying. You know, some niggas don't survive them leg shots. Mm. Rest in peace, Sean Bell. Yeah. Rest no, in what's peace, the football nigga name? Um, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Rest in you peace, Sean saying? Taylor. He ain't survived that shit. He's a fucking athlete, body mm. like a machine. Right. I was thinking about shit like that. Even Boosie was in a fucking wheelchair for months and months and yeah, months yeah, after yeah. that shit. I was mm-hmm. thinking about shit like that. Like, yeah. you know, it could, it could be worse. It could really fucking be worse. You know what I'm saying? Right. Almost hit my artery. Yeah. You know what I mean? help you is it making you take this opportunity even more serious nah, I wouldn't say that because one thing about me niggas know 
Billy the Butcher is a dog. I'm on top of everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like I said, it did make me move a little bit more cautiously. And, and, and it put me in a place where I realized who the fuck I am. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And what I got going on. Yeah. That's definitely like... <clears throat> You know, I, I feel like almost every artist probably needs to kind of learn that lesson at some mm-hmm, point, maybe mm-hmm. not so dramatically. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once you get to a certain level of notoriety, it's just you, you can't just be acting like you're just anybody else. And I guess for you, maybe especially in, in Texas, you're thinking like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm from upstate New York. Like, does anyone really give a fuck about me like that? Not out even here? that, because I was moving like that everywhere I was at. Mm. I was moving like that everywhere I was at. So it wasn't like. Of course, I got my head on a swivel or whatever it is, but you know what I'm saying? It's, that's just how I was moving. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Definitely. And in the middle <laughs> of all that, you're you're currently like doing all these these label meetings, and I, I heard there's a bidding war basically offering Correct. like millions of dollars trying to get you Correct. locked up under a an, under a label. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Correct. <laughs> How's that feel? And what is this process like? And are you anxious to get it over with to some extent? Is this going to stop you from releasing a new album at some point? Or? To be honest, it kind of been like a bidding war for me for a couple years now. Because mm. it's so fucking confusing. I never signed to a major label. Mm. So the the dynamic that that add to it, I'm a stranger to that. Mm. So it's like, they talking this, they talking that. Let's go back over here and do this shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, let's go back over here till they make it clearer and more that I can understand. And it's more, and it's more what I'm used to doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like they offer me a trillion dollar deal and then I, I fucking signed to Canada Dry for the money. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they offer me good, great fucking money, great fucking money, but it's like, mm, it's that, it's that the unknown. Yeah. I try to take everybody advice and everything, but it's the unknown. So <clears throat> it's exciting. It was exciting, but now it's like I'm ready to get this shit over with. Mm. I'm ready to go where I'm going to go, get this money, count it, uh, go get it out the bank, throw it all around the house. I'm just ready to do this shit and Mm. move on. Have a motherfucking Adam 22 party. For real. <laughs> bring, that girl, bring that girl from that, what's her name? <laughs> the naked Asian girl? You know what I'm saying? And them big booty citrus. Oh, oh, the C-Man. <laughs> C-Man, the love citrus. Sprinkle freak. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm t- Sprinkle freak. Too, and, and what's the shit that I was watching? That y'all going to be on Patreon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the No Jumper Patreon. No Jumper. Uh, Patreon.com slash No Jumper. Wait, which one are you talking about? C-Mac eating the rice out of the girl's ass? Or I seen that. Okay. And I seen the girl. She was putting on a banana soup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Asian girl, Kazumi. Yeah, that was a, that was a huge hit for us. Yeah, let me, let me... You don't be getting in trouble for this shit? Did you be... These antics you be pulling on this shit? Like, with my girl? Yeah. yeah. No. I'd be hitting my girl up like, yo, we just interviewed this girl. We got to fuck her. We're going to get a bag off of this one. Damn. Everybody, clap it up for Adam 22. Clap it up for Adam 22. I deserve it. Oh, my my bitch deserves a round of applause. Clap it up for Adam 22. Man. Yeah, once, once you really start looking at every girl as a potential. Nah, yo, I, I read T-Pain said that in an interview a few times. He said his relationship's so good with his wife because she's flexible. Mm-hmm. That's how you got to be. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we important men. You know what I'm saying? Listen, we important men. I know you're in a lot of different businesses. But the OnlyFans business, great business to be in. We're on the verge of signing our first uh, our first talent mm-hmm. management type deal. I mean, this is this is a beautiful thing. Oh, that's that's fire. No, let's no, move man. on because I, I get in trouble for <laughs> shit like this. For <laughs> <Yeah>. even <laughs> suggesting it. <laughs> let's move on. I feel you. But wait, so is Shady in the uh, the the million dollar Benny the Butcher bidding war? Man, or? shout out to Shady Records, but no. Okay. They were. Mm. They were like a year ago. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, Shady really had first writers refusal on me. They really did. And they didn't mm-hmm. exercise until three or four other labels wanted to sign me. Mm. So I fucks with Shady. I learned a lot from them, but it kind of almost didn't seem like they were interested until other people was interested. Mm. 
It was that type of shit. That makes sense. What, how is the cohesion between all of the Griselda OGs at this point in time? There's always rumors about you guys. I don't know where the rumors come from. Because these motherfuckers. Okay, let me let me put this out there. Griselda is not a group. So when y'all see me doing my own shit, BSF and the Conway drum working, and uh, Wes working with the artist he wants to, mother, that's that's what we're here for. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? I learned Wes. I learned. I mean, I, I learned from him. I learned from Conway. And ultimately, shit that I learned gonna help make me a boss. Mm. You feel what I'm saying? You think when he go and he he get his shit together and he got an artist, you think I'm like, man, what you doing, Rick Hyde? I'm like, damn, even Rick Hyde got an artist now. And mm. I'm like, this shit plan fucking really worked. You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. But, man, we cool. Man, we cool. Mm. I appreciate them boys and, and, and I encourage them boys to stay down and keep hustling. Because I'm going to feed off of it. But mm. we cool. We great. Everybody's working. Everybody eating. We straight. I think people have a hard time imagining that there could be a scenario where you have artists signed under you, Gun has artists signed under him, etc. And that this somehow doesn't become a competitive thing or where it doesn't somehow disrupt that initial nah, relationship. Like, like, nah, like niggas said, is really I understand family it. members, man. Like it's going to take a lot to take. It's going to take like, more than that. Like we were saying earlier, they, they don't want me to be a boss. Mm. They want me to sit up under Weston Conway all fucking day right. and be defense, the third wheel. Defense. They don't want me to be a boss. <laughs> so my glow up, they take personally. Mm. And I kind of could understand that. But, you know, they love Griselda. They love our song with three of us together. Like, man, fuck that. Focus on rapping together. And I can understand that. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm elevating. Conway's elevating. West Side Gun's elevating. And, and it's only going to bring more opportunities and shit like that. You know what I mean? Mm. Definitely more Griselda albums coming. Right. That's what's up. The world just probably wants to hear that. They just want to know that. Right. They, I just said all that dumb shit. That's what y'all really want to say. Yes, what we're seeing gonna do is coming. Maybe three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know what I'm saying? You never know. Right. But I'm locked in. I could never, I could never not be Griselda. Like how? It's my cousins. That is the scenario that would make everybody very sad. As if they just didn't see you guys together, didn't get to, you know, feel that energy together. I think that that is the thing. And, and because over time, you know, like we all loved Wu-Tang so much in the late mm -hmm. 90s or mid 90s. And then slowly they move apart and a little bit of the magic is lost to the point where like now if they do an album together, is it really ever going to feel like an organic thing? I don't mm -hmm. know, maybe. But with Griselda, I think that's that's the main thing that people sort of are in fear of is that the, the chemistry might sort of disappear. Yeah, that's some bullshit because we've been rapping like this even before these people heard us. Mm -hmm. We got mixtapes where we're going crazy. So we're not going to get money and, and get opportunities. And then the, the, the dynamic is not there. I kind of feel like Let's just say we put out an album tomorrow and people say that, ah, the dynamic not there. Those are the motherfuckers who just want something to say. Mm. I'm saying they ain't even give it a full listen. Oh, man, it don't, it don't feel like they just want to talk because, like, how? You feel what I'm saying? Mm. Like, how? That's impossible. We can always rap together and always. When, you, when, we, when I hear a locks track, it still sounds like a locks track after all of these years. Right. It still sounds like a locks track. Uh, you know I mean? Them, I mean... They kept the chemistry over the years so good. You know, Dips had mm -hmm. broke up for years and years, and they mm -hmm. were never like the super tight group necessarily. But with the locks, like you really got to see that on display in the verses that these guys never stopped fucking with each other, always stayed tight. The live show, that live show that they demonstrated during the verses is the that's what you get when you are performing with these motherfuckers for decades and mm -hmm. decades. Like that was that was so beautiful <laughs> to see. And like it's kind of a shame that it took all that for people to really give the locks their flowers and for exactly. us to really yeah, see yeah. them that's, getting that's patted on the like back that. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy because it's like no nobody ever needed to tell me that Jada was one of the yeah, greatest neither. of all me time. Neither. You know? Me neither. I feel like Kiss like like we knew he was a top five that alive. Hell yeah. He just like 
He just proved it that night. Mm. He, to, that's what he. That was that was what I what I saw. He proved it that night. Like I always say, this shit. Some people believe me. Some people don't watch this. And then everybody left. Like okay, top five that are alive. He he wasn't bullshit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, shit was dope. Definitely. So, uh, Rick, what's up, bro? I'm ready for this project, man. Now this project happening. Place two. Yes, sir. Let's go. Shit gonna nah, be crazy. I hope you're ready, man. Shit gonna be I got crazy. a fire single. You heard it? Which one? It's called Alone with Benny and G Herbo. Oh, yeah, you yeah. That, that one's beautiful. That's I just right, saw, right? saw the visualizer on YouTube. Thank you. Is Thank there a you. video coming for that potentially? Hey, hopefully. Hell yeah. Okay. Of course. Of course. We're definitely working towards that. That's the immediate goal. What made you guys want to go reach out to G Herbo? This is a super corny like interview thing to say, but you know, you guys are more classic lyricists. Like, what made you want to go and get a feature nah, from a Chicago fire. drill yeah, rapper? Herb, nah. Niggas is fans of G Herbo. We <laughs> yeah. fans of G Herbo. We've been and fucking with Herbo years ago. Right, I produced a record for him and Benny years exactly. ago. Oh, really? That's so we like yeah. We did that before we was on. <clears> you know right. what I'm saying? So we like to reach back. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Not even reach back. We like to fuck with people we've already been fucking with. And that was that was a, that was a call bro made. You know, we was in the studio. We did the record. We played it back. And bro was like, "Yo, you know what?" I said, "Well, he said I'm gonna get Herb on this." Track. I said, "Word." Now then we played it back again, and, and, and you know that's her producer. You know what right, I mean? that's so, his producer. So now he sent that shit. It's like somebody Herb, sending us a record. That shit right back. Like somebody sending a record from Shay. Like get get on this. We like hell yeah. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, like what what is this gonna be like? And then when I'm listening to it, I'm hearing Herbo. Like you know, I feel like at this point I could tell when Go he's crazy just doing a shit. feature for the you know just to do he the feature. Bananas. He rapped he way that. longer than he had to. He right. was he, rapping his ass off. I was like, oh wow. Nah, and really the context of his lyrics, you could tell he meant that shit. You know what I'm saying? He was talking crazy. Yeah, he, he did it, man. Shout out to Herbo, man. If you, you know what I mean, you watching this shit, he's I appreciate that. you, my guy. Nah, no, he went beautiful. crazy on that shit. Like, and, that, and that was a, that. That shit just elevated the record even more. You know what I mean, you know, you got Benny, the top spitter in the game right now. Mm. His protege, and then Herbo going crazy on beat at that. You know, that's what all the fans keep saying. Herb's rapping on beat. Right. Like, yeah, nah, he went crazy. I appreciate him for sure. Benny, how you managed to not get fat yet? To be honest with you, it was opposite. <laughs> After I got shot, I lost weight. Oh, I really? always oh, seen that okay. happen in the hood. Niggas get shot, lose weight. That's what yeah. happened. I was sitting on my ass a lot. Right. But I was getting fat before that. Were you? Okay. I was getting fat. I was on my way there. <laughs> I realize it's a weird question, but you know, when a, a person comes from a certain place and then all of a sudden they're really getting money and, and doing it as a rapper, mm. getting fat, it seems like it's kind of part of the game. It's, if you ain't, Rick, I ain't getting fat. Pleasantly plump. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like after that shit, I lost some weight and I'm like, oh shit, I got a six pack again. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm just gonna get like before tour. I'm gonna get back in the gym and and uh, get my wind up and, and put a little bit more weight back on. But hell yeah, like after that shit happened, I lost some weight. Your leg is you still know. bothering you, or is it like pretty much better? No, nah, man, my shit fucked up, man. Damn, I'll show you. I seen you walking in here and it looked alright, but I got a brace on this bitch. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I put Damn. this shit on. You know what I'm saying? So did it did it fuck with the bone, or was it just the the muscle? Or my sciatic nerve. Oh, okay. That's what it hit. And that controls like the feeling in all your leg or some shit, right? This, it controls this. Right. This effect to move your foot up. That, you know what I'm saying? Nerve it's it's coming back. back. It's coming back. Like when it first happened, I couldn't move my foot up. Right. Slowly but surely, I'm moving it up. I'm seeing the best fucking doctors. Wow. The best doctors and just put my faith in them and just making sure I stay on everything. Yeah, because you definitely can't like run or probably even like jog with the way that is. Huh? A little it's probably bit. probably going to be a while. A little bit. No, I seen my man take a jump shot off two feet. I hit a layup the other day. And a layup. That's just surprise. I'm doing, I'm I, I doing like, layups. Oh, shit. I said, oh, shit. I said, I'm no. doing layups. So I said, progress oh, is being made. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's good. I appreciate you guys coming on. Appreciate you. I appreciate this shit all the time. You a solid guy. I like your style. 
and we about to smoke off camera. That's what I'm saying. Now you're a cool dude. Teach me how to do the kendama shit, though. You know I will saying? teach you, but then also I want to say that Rick, I mean. Protect Benny the Butcher at all costs. We gotta, we're we're oh, gonna, you nah, know, he's his own yeah. line of defense, nah, and there's some other listen, large men here. Shout but I'm gonna put it on you as well. Shout out to Summers, man. Protect the quarterback, man. That's what we do oh, over here. Where's Summers at? Summer, he, he right, right there. there. Yes, yeah, this we, is a large, intimidating man yeah, that I noticed yeah, you brought with no you. Game. Yeah. Shout out to my nigga Summers. <laughs> Although he does have a backboard in his hand, I don't know how you feel about that. See, now since that shit happened, I'm excessive. You feel what I'm saying? And I, I hated to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? But you know, this Summers. Fuck around, you won't see fall. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> see, this guy's a lyricist. He does it by accident. He can't help himself. It took me like a half a second to do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So always appreciate you. Let's smoke. And what you want to bet that I could that I could do that thing before you could? Nah, you. Might, I don't know because that's take a lot. You want to bet me with Jake? At? Somebody want to bet me? Jake, you know Jake are better. I'm not a gambler, man. Jump, oh I'll take jump shots in Madden. Two K. He don't want. He don't want to. You know what I'm saying? I can I do everything. I'm. I'm. I'm a probability nigga. It's, mm. That's too iffy. <laughs> flip the shit and catch it on the first shit. I'm gonna be stink. <laughs> yeah, I don't. And, and he might be secretly practicing this shit. You, you don't want to like, bet on no, something no, unless no, you kind of no, know what you're getting into, right? Nigga, you know what I'm saying? I mean, hell no, nah, I ain't fucking around. Yeah, I pick my battles. Nojumper.com. Get nah, yourself hell one. Yeah, man. For sure. Ah, the butcher. Rick Hyde. Ricky! Brazil, the Black yeah. Place two, man. Benny and Ricky, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube and Patreon and OnlyFans and all that shit. For real, I'm about to start my OnlyFans. Hey. I'm gold. I'll be I'm the first one to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Nojumper.com if you want to support. Check my guys out on Spotify, nah. Apple Music, all that shit. Go show them some love. Put some half pennies in their pockets. Appreciate y'all.